I guess we should get serious, shouldn't we? Yes, let's please get serious and finish this. <laughs> All right, I'm Zach Garrett. And I'm Omar Delgado. And this is Say Your Name and Spell It. Finally, we got it. Thank God. That's like the third time we've done the intro. <laughs> I think we're ready to move on. All right, let's go. Okay, so a lot of exciting things happening this month. I'm really excited about it. Did I say exciting twice? Because it's a that's little redundant. That's all right, man. You don't. Your vocabulary is not as extensive as mine. So you know, I'll get you a Webster's dictionary for Christmas. I realize it's late. It is. It's 7:50. I'm usually taking a shower, getting ready for bed right now. You got me keeping up doing this podcast. We don't need to know your night routine. Thank you very much. Oh, listen. Okay, so, 43 years so old. Mo- you, you don't look this beautiful, <laughs> but without having a nighttime routine. I'm going to take a screenshot and show everybody what you I think. Look terrible. Looks <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are just in the midst of contest season. Omar, are you feeling spooky? I'm feeling super spooky. I am competing for the first time ever with my boys in the 60-second horror fest, and I regret it so much. <laughs> Because we are not a film program, and I have no idea what the hell they're doing. And they're like, we're going to do this. And something happened with a mirror the other day that it broke. And I was like, why are you guys using a mirror? And they're like, we have to. I'm like, mirrors are not part of films. And then they're like, this one it is. And I have no idea what is going on. But my class is excited. And I can't wait to see what they pull. Whatever they do for a journalism program to actually try a film, I'm excited about that. Well, if you read the prompt, it does include a mirror so let me just go ahead and say this for everybody if your kids are thinking about breaking a mirror don't because that's what we're doing so i'm gonna need you to back up <laughs> okay this whole like let's no we're not i'm done with you taking my ideas okay my, uh, me taking your ideas that's correct okay. i'm just finished i've been so generous 43 years years young my friend okay i've been around the block don't, don't oh, even start we know we know the block is all over your face i can see it okay the years <laughs> oh my god sky wins a teacher of the year award and he starts thinking he could talk to me however he wants i i think i was talking to you this way before that <laughs> shut that's, up let's that's move on me. 60 second horror fest is awesome it's a great way to kick off the year it's a fun way one minute movie is not hard to pull off in fact i think my kids are trying to do two or three of them i don't know but if you haven't done it, you should do it. Regardless if you're a film or broadcast program, just get it out there. It's a good way to get the kids doing something together and actually building that team chemistry that we all talk about. Well, you know, I'm going to call this the year of growth for all of us, including you, Omar, because I remember you saying that you were not ever going to do a film contest. Never. And here we are. Yep. Here we are. It's October 19th, everybody. That's the day of our recording, 7.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Omar Delgado is doing a film contest wow I, I, i'm glad i'm the first to say well, it let me loud. let me make sure I, I clear this up okay so the only reason ccnn is doing a film podcast i mean a film podcast look at me a, a 60 second horror movie is because i told them they had two weeks to do it and i said man this is a great lesson plan filler <laughs> so i've given myself two weeks off <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the beauty of STN right there, right there. Lesson plans taken care of. Two weeks. That is why we join, honestly. Nobody yes. nobody fully appreciates it until a contest season rolls around. <laughs> but I don't know about you because I'm working. I'm working. I'm, my, my kids are doing Horror Fest. Great. And um, you know what's interesting? As as a broadcast program myself, I do have some some students that are interested in film. And I had told them in the beginning, I was like, I'm not a film guy. 
Okay, so I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to be able to advise you as well as I would be during like a feature story. But it's interesting how similar the storytelling arcs, you know, are shared between feature stories and doing these little doing doing the film, the short films, because the same things I would say in a feature story are at least similar. I'm I'm giving them advice in this, and it's like you know, every, especially with like continuity of shots, right, like yeah. those are. That's huge because, you know, a lot of times, you know, these the young filmmakers, they assume people know things and it's like you can't assume you've got to you've got to connect the scenes together. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Zach. I, I, know, I don't know much, but I know I listened to our podcast last year and we had Misha on from Edit Mentor. And he said every film, even if it's a one minute horror film, should have a beginning, middle and end. And I've been looking at what my kids are turning in and some of them are just scenes. I was like, there's no beginning, middle, and end here. They're like, how are we supposed to do that in one minute? I go, well, that's the freaking challenge, isn't it? That's what you got to figure out. I go, I don't know how to tell you how to make a beginning, middle, and end in a movie, but you got to figure that out. And they're working on it, and we still got a, what, a week left before this is due? And I don't have anything in their submission boxes because they haven't turned anything into me, but I know it was the end of the quarter, and I had to get some grading done, and I needed a lesson plan, and... STN came and saved the day for this broadcast teacher, my friend, and it was phenomenal. Well, it's exciting to see the students get ready for this. I am, I am fearing a slight smidge of burnout right here at the end because oh. right after Horror Fest, it's only a few days until we begin the next oh, contest. Yeah. This is which for, is for me. This is when STN really gets cooking. That's right, the STN challenge. The STN so it'll be challenge, from November eighth to the thirteenth. And guess what? This this year, Omar, I'm going to compete in challenge as me, Zach Garrett. Are you ready for it? You're going to compete in challenge. You're going to break some That's rules. That's right. I'm, All right. I, well, it's not. We're ladies not breaking rules. Ladies and gentlemen, teacher of the year. He just committed on the podcast that he's a cheater. Nah, Zach Garrett well, from Miami, not, Florida. We're not saying that. We're not. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out of editing. So don't you worry about that. But um, <laughs> but I am competing this year, and I'm going to submit. A podcast. Oh, because there's a podcast category. I see where you're going there. I, you know, I, with I Omar and my jokes, I have to really lower the ramp for him to under to catch on to these jokes. I'm okay. going to need you to get better. Be better. Do better. <laughs> lower the ramp all you want, buddy. Why don't you land the joke faster? How about that one, okay? You slow stepper. Right. Touche. All right. Okay. Yes, but podcast is an actual challenge category now. It's phenomenal. I cannot wait to... to to actually have my kids compete in because we have a, a, a podcast that we do monthly. And I'm sure my podcast kids are going to be excited. I don't know how they're going to make this into a challenge, but I'm excited to see w what they have in start in stock for us. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting to watch. And, you know, as STN continues to grow and build their contest, I think we're just giving more and more opportunities for our students to oh, yeah. create. Big time. Why don't, we go, why don't we go over all the categories? So that we can just tell everyone, you know, in case you haven't seen them yet, uh, I'll take one, you take one, and we would kind of describe it as best as our uh, abilities. Sounds good. All right. So the first category they have on the website is news story. That's going to tackle an actual issue. It's going to be something you're going to need some research on, some background information, authoritative uh, voice, authoritative voice. Um, you're going to have to dig deep and find a really good, hard hitting story to get this, to knock it out the right way. So feature story, yeah, that's the next con uh, contest yes, category. Yes, it is. And feature story is all about showing the emotion. It could be a person, a place, or a thing, all right? And you're going to tell that story in a very personable, emotional way. The best feature stories that I've seen make you feel something while you're watching it. 
Mm, that's a good description. Well, you know, I've been doing this for a while, so young See, Zach. You say it better than I do, and that's that's why we look to the experts. For well, this. I'm a, a very articulate human being, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave that out there. I don't know if that's the adjective I'd use to describe you, but anyways, <laughs> uh, the the next one is sports story. So, Omar, would you say a sports story is a feature story? That's a that's something sports related. Yes, and and when you talk about sports, I want everyone to understand this. The quarterback who got in the, the, the bad injury and went out for the season. Yeah, that's a great story. You want to know what makes an amazing sports story? Give me a story about the water boy that never plays. That's mm. a sports story, right? I we have one of my favorite sports stories that we ever did at Columbus was about two years ago or three years ago. And it's the announcer, the guy that does all the play by plays at Columbus, right? And we called it the voice of the explorers and how he was a student at Columbus, did it as a senior, came back, became a teacher and continued that. And he's been doing it for, gosh, not like 15, 20 years, but that's a sports story, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be about the athlete or the coach. It could be something related to it. So think deeper, think differently. You know, when you're talking about sport, it's a feature story, but just has to do something about sports. I love that. And I actually showed that segment as an example several times to oh, well, thank you. my previous school and this school. You're welcome. I didn't pay you any royalties, so you're not going to see a check in the mail. Oh, but right. I, I love you that. You owe me lunch. I love, well, <laughs> I'm sure I'll get you a lunch one day. Burial tacos? Burial tacos? Well, we, we could we could venture, but it's too late to <laughs> okay. talk about that. All That's right. about bedtime. Um, tomorrow, though. All right. So I I love that I love the angles of of going where nobody goes, exactly. right? Or going past your first idea, which hey, we had a podcast on that. But think beyond the star athlete. Right. Think beyond the famous coach at your school. What else is related to sports that could really tell the story That's strong here? Amazing. And also, yes. I mean, it's got to deal with the prompt. Like the prompt might not let you do that, right? But if you can figure out a way of making it hit that prompt, go for it. It's or sometimes there's an amazing sports story. I think the best story that Columbus has ever done, ever ever done. And if you ever want to see this, email me and I will send it to you. It's a story called Coach DQ. And it was a story about one of my favorite students of all time. Fortunately, he's no longer with us. He was suffering from cystic, cystic fibrosis, and he was a cross-country runner. He had to stop running, but he didn't want to not be a part of the team. He wanted to still be a part of the team. So as a senior at Columbus, they named him a coach, and they called him Coach DQ. And he was just one of the guys, but instead of running, he was coaching. And he'd be out there you know, struggling, but he'd do it every single time. And it was such an emotional, great story. But sometimes you got to tell that story about the athlete, you know, but if you can find another way of telling a story about sports, I would suggest you all do that. Well, and that one brought a tear to my eye. Seriously, like yeah. it, like I got chills watching that. And that was such a great story. And um, I, I will say people might people might come up and say, well, you know, we just we don't have those stories. Right. And what I would answer to that is, yes, you do. Everybody Walk has by. a story. Everybody's got a story. In everybody the, has a in story. In the words but any of the great Steve Hartman, everybody has a story. That's right. And and when you look around your school, your community, just be aware of who and what's around you. And anything that maybe looks just slightly out of the ordinary, ask questions. Yep. Dig deep, right? And so that's that's what we're all trying to teach here. And so if you can get your students to do that, I mean, we've talked about this a hundred times. That's half the battle. We're not we're not teaching broadcasting anymore no. at this point. We're yeah. we're teaching them how to be people. Yep. How to ask questions. How to become more informed citizens. 100%. I mean, this this is huge. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's move on to the next one. Nat package. 
And a lot of people yes. have a problem with this because it's it's very difficult. It's difficult. It's easy to push a story when you know how when you're a great writer. It's easy to push a story when you're a great reporter. But can the story tell itself? And honestly, I think this package is something that you do with your advanced elite kids. Honestly. Because, well, you know what's funny is yeah. as I did the complete opposite. I had <laughs> I actually started with a NAT package and I I was quickly put in my place because <laughs> NAT packages, I mean, you started that with the um, entry-level students and really it, it's it's difficult because you have to know how to ask the right questions. Exactly. And that it's not it. just about the questions then. You got to know where to dig in an answer, right? Yep. Because the questions have to sort of mesh together and build the sort of one message edit. Here's the trick. You also have to know when your interview is just not cutting it. You might have to get multiple people to, and ask them the same questions so that you can get that soundbite that you know is what you needed to push your story forward. You could manipulate something. I don't want to say manipulate, but like, you know, when someone gives you an answer, you'd be like, oh, well, if I just say a nice voiceover after this, that's that answer would make sense. But in a NAT package, you just have to rely on the sound and the people answering questions to push your story through. And that is difficult to do. Right. And you can't, as a reporter, provide any context exactly. except the visuals that you provide and the interview you know, the sound bites that are there. Yep. So <clears throat> good luck with that package. I think we're going to take another stab at it this year. Awesome. So, um, Next just up keep is... your phone on loud. Keep your phone on loud, Omar, because I'll be giving you a ring. All right, okay? man. I got you. All right. Next so up, make vlog. Sure I'm in your favorites. So you, yeah. You call me whenever you want, bub. All right. <laughs> the next category is up is vlog, which I personally think this is the most creative, funniest combination between film and journalism that you can get. Because, man, last year I had a bunch of boys with that ice. What's your favorite ice topic? And my boys yeah. took it to a whole other level. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I was just, I gave it to one of my funny creative kids named Alexis. You know, he's in the University of Florida now. I'm doing, he's doing great. And he just took this to another level. And it was just, I was crying, laughing so hard because I did not expect what he turned in. But it, a vlog could be anything, Zach. It could be just you talking. It could be something funny. You can make it cinematic. You can make it more just storytelling. It, it could be anything. It's it's a great, it's like, a, I call it the wild card category because you never know what you're going to get out of that. When I saw that segment, I thought <laughs> this could be on SNL. <laughs> so I think good. It, <laughs> it was, it was terrific. And And don't just, I would challenge people to just not think about let's take a camera and turn it on selfie mode and follow me around. Right. That's been done so many times. You might as well not even do it. If you look at Columbus's entry last year, it was pretty much three different types of ice that he tasted and every single section is filmed differently. So the first one is, is like an interview. The second one is like a selfie style and the third one's cinematic. Like it becomes letterbox and it's crystal clear. And he did that on purpose because he wanted the story to progress into more of a dramatic ending and it worked for him. It was so good. So moving on to our two film categories, we've got silent and short films. So we, these are our tried and true staples yep. uh, that we've got in here. So silent film, we know uh, it, it's all about your visuals here because your silent film can't have any sound except music okay, you, you have music pushing along yes you just, like you just took it right out yeah. of my mouth back in the old days like when omar Chapman, yeah. was young oh my um, lord he'd be 
Oh. He'd be in the movie theater, I'm and a, they would have. Listen, they would have a. You millennial, I'm a Gen Xer. Okay, please do not compare me to the boomers or anyone older than me, because I was watching great '80s movies growing up. All right. So they would have, they would have a musician in the front of the theater because the movies in, in Omar's time were didn't have any sound. They didn't have any sound. Oh so God. they would play music live in the theater oh, for the okay. audience. And so this silent film category okay. is a throwback to that time where all you had was music. And so your visuals really have to speak loudly here. Right. Just like Charlie Chaplin and Omar Delgado. Right. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, listen, you could do a lot with a silent film, okay? You, if you get the right soundtrack and you get a good actor that knows how to make his movements come alive, if you want to show your kids how to do this, there's a great movie called The Artist. Watch it. It's a great movie. It was made, I don't know, I would say 2017, 2016, probably before that if I'm, if I'm being honest. But it's a, 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 a homage to the old Charlie Chaplin type of movies and it's, it was made in the in, in the new millennium and it's great because it really tells you, shows you the difference between what sound can do and what just acting and music can do. So it's interesting that you have so much to say about it because you were living in it. You were growing up with the type. The joke is getting old, okay? Just put it out the pasture already. Let's move on. You know, when I'm laughing continuously, the joke doesn't get old. I think I'm I think I'm with the audience on this one. Short Moving film. Short, short film. film yes. We have <laughs> just like silent film, um, you're gonna get a category about this, but you're you're gonna be able to use sounds and it's the same uh, time limit as silent film. So they're both three minutes right. for our film categories. And get ready to do something different and exciting with this short film. You're gonna get a uh, you're gonna get a prompt and and it could be drama, comedy, horror. Um, and then you can do it documentary form, live action, animated. You, the sky is truly the yep. limit here. Yep. It's, it's, I mean, if you, if your kids are talented and they can pull this off in five days, I mean, have them push the envelope. It's really, really anyone's game at this point with, with that category. But next up we have commercial and commercial. And I'm going to skip ahead to PSA as well. It's like you and I have the same mind because I was about to say the same right. exact thing. Well, that's why you that? came down to Miami, buddy, because we, you and I think alike. Uh, commercial and PSA, here's the beautiful thing about this. Whether you have a TV program, journalism, or, or film, anybody can play in this arena, right? This is not necessarily a journalism thing. This is not a film thing. If you are a journalism program, you probably teach your kids to do PSAs and commercials because you need advertisement and revenue. And if you're a film program, commercials are a great way to do a quick cinematic storytelling um, project with your kids anyone can play in this arena in fact in the past i think some of the film programs have done really well in these categories i know it's the first year we use category uh, commercial in this but we've had psa in this for a while and it's the same ballpark you just got to tell a message within 30 seconds and I i'm really excited about this i know my kids are too i have actually a kid that's a, a sophomore that's like all about doing all the marketing for us and he's really excited about doing this coming up well, get ready because we are too. We're we're uh, we're rocking and rolling with these, and so these are great. I would I would call them great stepping stone contest yep. categories. If if you're not sure maybe which ones to compete in, I mean, not saying that commercial and PSA don't take a lot of work because they do, and they can really take some time, but they're short run times, thirty seconds each. Yep. So. I would jump right at it here and see what your students can produce. Show them. I'll I'll give you a secret for mine. For commercials, show them Publix commercials because oh, we love well, Publix commercials. Hold on, hold on. This is a nationwide podcast, and only the people in the southeast part of the United States get to enjoy the beautiful thing of what is called Publix supermarkets. Well, and that's not 
my issue, actually. I just I want I just want everybody to know that if you're not blessed with the Publix, then I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, in California, you have a great establishment called Ralph's. I'm sure it's awesome. But Publix, if you just put on YouTube Publix commercials, um, before you do it, warning, get some tissues and get ready because for a supermarket to make commercials, this hard hitting is pretty impressive, but they are awesome. They really are. And they never tell you about the products, never. the prices. <laughs> never. It's always, it's a story. It's a story about family connection and just experiences. <laughs> and then of course you see the product drops yep. all throughout the commercial. A little but girl wakes up on Christmas morning. She's all excited to see Santa, but guess what? She, she Daddy came back from the military, gives her a big hug. And then it says Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. <laughs> it's, it, it, it works. Just, and, and it's such a great, the logo splash at the end really gets me. When <laughs> I teach kids about how to do commercial, I show them that because, and you know what? And you're going to make fun of me, but Subaru does the same thing. Oh, and my Lord. It took us we, a year and a half before you brought your stupid Subaru into this podcast. Okay, we've, got, we've got a lot of listeners that might drive the best car in America, so I don't need you great. to be I'm sure it's a certain demographic that drives that. It's not young males. <laughs> I, I am making it a demographic, okay? okay? Because you and all the soccer mom teachers that we have out there will be driving their Subarus all around town. You know, some people would be offended by this, and I'm not because I am secure, my masculinity, and and as Omar sits at the gas station in his truck, I wave slowly at him like the Queen wave as I pass him. So don't worry about it. Um, anyways, they, they do this too. So, and by the way, if you're f trying to figure out how to spell Publix, because I know it, it's different P U B L I X. Yes. So Publix supermarkets, uh, but Publix super does this Coca-Cola. They do this too. Hit like it hard. The, yep. Look at these, look at these big companies that do, uh, their commercials and teach your students how to really tell a story. Because if you're just going to throw me a product on the screen yeah. and tell me about it, that's an infomercial. And the same thing goes to the PSA. Tell us a story. Come on. I mean, make it work. You're not selling a product. You're selling a story and the product just have, happens to be a part of it. But let's go on to the most popular category. The one that everyone loves. I mean, this one literally fills up within two seconds at convention during challenge everywhere. Music video. I wish we had a, film program because this is honestly i watch every year the top three four five music videos because they're just so cool man people interpreting a song into visuals is awesome when i taught at an all-boys school um i we tried this and we got a female song female oh, artist excuse me that probably and wasn't so the best idea after that after that we gracefully bowed out because i just I'm, i wasn't sure that we were going to be able to hit it um but now that I'm at a different school, I think we might be able to try it. But music video is fun. Um, the challenge here is that you're going to get a song that is not necessarily popular, oh, that no. is not yeah. uh, not well known, and that is the challenge. And it could be a male or female artist, and your music video has to last the entire duration of the, the song, song that's provided to you. You cannot edit so it just, down. You cannot rework it. You can't remix it. You got to use that song. That's right. So just get ready. And and again. Challenge your students, teachers, if they, if they are just thinking of just doing some random scenes and trying to mouth the words to it. No, you, that's not tell why we're here. Tell us a story. Tell, tell us a story. the story. Give us compelling visuals. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to skip by the podcast segment because yeah, I'm submitting into that one, and I don't need anybody <sighs> oh else to gosh. submit into that one. All okay? Because right. that's I'm putting this one Listen, in. Listen, the next two got a shot. The next two we've talked about. There's only one difference into it. It's vertical. 
Vertical Storytelling is a new forum. It's TikTok. It's Instagram Reels. It's out there. It's not going anywhere. I know there's teachers out there that are like, oh, we're not participating in that. That's not real. Listen, at one point, shooting 16 by 9 wasn't the norm, and now it is. This is going to become the norm, and kids should start working on it. So a feature story in Vertical and a short film in Vertical is a new way of creating art. It's a new way of creating stories. It's a new way of, of creating uh, visuals and journalism. We have to get our kids prepared for it. So it's a those are categories that are really interesting for me, and I love them because no one really knows yet how to do it perfectly. So everyone's kind of figuring it out together. Yeah, and and the challenge here again is because it's a it's a new frontier. But really, if you think about it, I mean, in really the last ten years with with the the smartphone kind of revolution, the you know the iPhone and all that your content is consumed in your hand vertically. Right. And that's, that's where these are coming from. And, and it's funny cause I see my communications staff at our school, when they go around to our events to capture these events, the they have these yep. nice DSLR cameras and which orientation are they shooting? Vertical. They are shooting all of our stuff vertical because they're building content for social media and social media is widely consumed vertically. So, we, we need to embrace this new medium yep. and teachers, if you are not really comfortable with this yet, I think that's the best time to try it. Absolutely. Get, you put a student in charge that really loves social media and have them tell the story through the lens. How can you pack it in to a vertical frame? And it's quite a challenge and it's really interesting. So vertical feature story is just like a regular feature story, just shot vertically. Yep. Um, and this, you know, I think this came out last year. Omar and uh, I think it was last year. It worked, it yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun to see all, so, the, all the winners. All the rules that we follow, rule of thirds. Yeah. I know it's all kind of it's all kind of flipped and we don't know which way is up. Just try your best, see if you can make it look good. Yep, absolutely. And now let's get to the last I think it was the most exciting thing, podcast. And the rules are a little different here. You have to submit five minutes of a larger podcast. So it's not do a larger podcast. You're just going to create a segment of what would fit into a larger podcast. You're not going to include commercials. You're not going to include tosses or anything like that. But you, they want you to create a segment of a larger podcast, and that's what you're going to submit. Now, the topic, we don't know how you're going to create this, who you're going to get to interview, who you're going to get to to be a part of your podcast. Is it one like a morning zoo kind of podcast? Is it just one more person? Whatever it is, you're going to have to figure it out because – if they're giving you five days to put a podcast together, this better blow the judge's socks off. And I love that that we've moved to podcast segment because I feel like everyone's podcasts are all different lengths. Right. And it's hard to really put a length on a podcast because everybody's different with how they produce this. So a, a segment I feel like is, is easier to attain here. It's Absolutely. like give us just a segment um, that's five minutes or less. And really tell the story. And, you know, I love doing podcasts because, I mean, doing them right now. But it's great because your conversation has to be so engaging that yep. you don't even need visuals. And and I'll go ahead and, and say you're welcome in advance to all of our listeners because I know Omar and I are very engaging. I mean, we're just an engaging type of people. Well, I and am. I just – well, <laughs> I'm not sure – I'm not sure if it's just I, – I think I'm the one that okay. brings the energy. All right. I'm not really sure. But it's okay. I mean, you know, I really enjoy being on this podcast with Omar. And so when I'm looking forward to submitting it because it's going to be <laughs> – You're not a teenager anymore, Zach. I know you look like you're 12, Zach, but you're a grown man. Well, I appreciate that. And um, I am forever, forever young. Okay. 
Um, but I'm super, I'm, I'm really pumped. I'm really excited about this Omar challenge. It's for us, it is the big kickoff to the year oh, yeah. of all of our competitions. What that do we you, have to what do. do you do to start off the day? I, I, I make it a big thing. Like I bring the kids breakfast, I donuts. Like I, I, I get to school really early that day. I get them pumped up. I have music blasting and there's a countdown to, usually they release it like around 10 o'clock Eastern time. Right. And the prompts yeah. and so it would be what? That would be seven a.m. West uh, on the on the West Coast. Eight, nine, ten. I yeah, believe around there. I don't yep. know what time yep. they release it. It could change at any point. We just know at some point on the eighth it's going to come out, and it's fun because the kids are waiting and they're they're just everyone's ready to go. And and if you have them in class, it's amazing. And if you don't have them in class, you see the kids running in between class periods coming in there. Hey, I got the prompt. I can't I can't wait. We'll talk about it after school. It's so much fun. It really is. If you if you do it the right way, challenge could be something that everyone looks forward to. So if you haven't planned for this yet, what you should do is take a look at the STN website. That's where Omar and I have been referencing all of this yep. tonight. Um, so go on to the STN website, Hubber Over Contest, click on STN Challenge. You can see all the descriptions. Josh has done a great job with providing lessons to teach any of these pieces. But if you're sitting here thinking, because I know some teachers, I mean, we're just getting started here, right, in the year. And some teachers are probably like, well, I haven't taught all this stuff yet. That's fine. Jump forward and just have your kids do it. They're going to jump into happens. it and see what happens at that point. Absolutely. Because I guarantee you after this, even if it's a complete fail or they barely get something out and they submit it, they're going to be closer as a class. And then when they see all the winners and maybe who knows, they could they could even place, they can come back and look at all the winners and then they can say, okay, okay, now so I next time. It. Yeah, now I get it. Next time, next time I'm, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then that's when you can say, all right, so we tried it. Let me show you the actual steps. And you can follow the plans that Josh has. And right now, you can even see the past winners. You can, so you can use those as an example. So get on there. I would try this with your team. You know, If you have a smaller class, maybe pick one or two. If you have a larger class, I would really recommend stretching your teams across all of these contests yeah. if possible. Because try to get as many busier, as possible because the more you do it, the better they get. The better they get, the better your, your program gets. And it's just a good way to start the year off. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, so when you start yours uh, that morning, you said you're bringing breakfast. So I would like um, probably a Waffle House All Star. If Listen, you can get it. Uh, there's uh, no eggs, Waffle House All Star. Everyone knows where you go for breakfast. All right, you get a chicken biscuit from Chick Fil A, and you take pictures of it and you text it to me. Don't even lie. You can't even come back from that. You know it's true. <laughs> Well, what I'd like to correct you on is it's the spicy chicken biscuit <laughs> to match my personality. All right, with a glass of Georgia sweet tea. That is that is what I'm that is what I'm having. But it's okay. I mean, if you wanted to bring me a waffle and eggs for breakfast, I'll be swinging by Columbus to pick mine up on right. the way to school that morning. Good luck with that. Um, but I I'm I, I think it's a great thing. And yeah, Omar is so right. Make it an event. Yep. Take these simple things and create an event. Put some music on. Dim yep. your lights. Bring in some donuts. And your kids will just go wild. Yep. And you need to be the most exciting person in the room for these students and make them pumped for this because I promise you, if you are excited, They'll be they excited. will be excited. 100%. 100%. Well, Zach, I think that does it for us today. We did a good job. You know, I just, I think one day, one day soon, maybe, maybe not soon, we should look at full-time employment doing podcasting. Do you think? Listen, I'm 43 years old, man. You give me extra money, I'll do whatever you want right now, okay? I'm a teacher for crying out loud. Let's just go with it. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Again, I'm Omar Delgado. And I'm Zach Garrett. And we'll see you next time.